Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Treese and I'm the host. Um, my apologies for my absence the past few weeks. Mom brain is a real thing. Have you ever heard of it or ever dealt with it? Then you know exactly what I'm talking about. I've been struggling with remembering things and finishing statements and just a whole lot, a whole lot of So I took a minute to recollect myself. Hopefully I'm able to get through this episode with complete thoughts, but um, we'll see. But I've really been struggling with it lately, so I just thought that I would take a break, get my mental capacity together. I know I just started the podcast, but when I say it's been a struggle, it's been a struggle. Um... Today, we'll be talking about stranger danger and safe adults. Um, When we were growing up, we heard a lot about stranger danger. And basically, what we were taught was if we don't know someone, then that's stranger danger. But then I got to thinking the other day, pretty much everyone that we meet are strangers, no matter when we meet them in our lives, they are strangers. So to teach a child stranger danger is kind of not going into depth of what a stranger may look like. And so I feel like if we're going to use the term, then we should give more clarification to children. Although we may not think that they understand it, we should still attempt to give more information so they know exactly what they're looking for when it comes to stranger danger and even with stranger danger most people that cause the most damage to children aren't even strangers so that's why i'm approaching this from a safe adults and tricky adult viewpoint instead of stranger danger because most people that cause the most damage are people that we know or they know so a family member a friend of the family a teacher like it's someone that they're usually familiar with so although we like to use stranger danger because it's so easy and cute to remember we have to realize that the children have their own image of a stranger And so usually when they think of a stranger, they're thinking that this person is scary or they're mean and they associate a stranger with the boogeyman. But in reality, the person that's going to cause them harm is the total opposite of that. So they're extremely nice. You know, they just look like a normal person or they are a normal person in their everyday lives. And so... When we're talking about introducing them to people that could be tricky or unsafe, we need to give them um, ideas of what to look for to recognize if this person is safe or not. Because that tricky person or that unsafe person is going to be nice to them for as long as it takes for them to win a child over. And so... When we're talking about safe adults, we are 
teaching the children how to trust people and how not to trust people. And it's a very important lesson that we don't need to drop the ball on. So when we're doing this, we need to be very mindful and very thorough um, at how we address it because it's basically a trust exercise for children. You're teaching them who not to trust, what not to trust, and who to and what to trust. So some things that we can have them looking out for is how adults approach children. One thing, adults do not need help from children. If an adult is asking a child for help, that's automatically a red flag, especially if it's other adults around. Now, I'm not talking about like if you're at home washing the dishes or something like that. Can you help me by picking a spoon up on the floor? No. If someone walks up to your child and say, hey, I need help looking for my dog or my cat, or I need help carrying this box or something, like, you don't need a child's help to do that. Ask another adult. So, no adult should be asking a child for help. So, when you're teaching your children about strange danger, tricky people, there's one thing you could point out. Another thing is adults should not be asking children to keep secrets. I know there's moments when that may be an exception. For example, like a present or a party or something. You want to do something nice for mommy or daddy or your sister or brother. Fine. Name it a surprise. <laughs> adults should not be asking children to keep secrets. If an adult is asking a child to keep a secret from their mommy and daddy or guardian, because most of the time, that's who they want them to keep the secret from. So if they're asking them to keep a secret from their guardians, then that's another red flag, and you should teach your children to recognize that. Another big one is adults should not be telling children that if mom, dad, or guardian find out, then mom, dad, or guardian will be mad. I don't know any healthy adult that would get mad at their child for coming to them and telling them something that is causing harm to them. So your child should know that if a, an adult tells them that mom or dad will be mad, then that's something that will trigger them to know that that person cannot be trusted those are just a few things there are other ways out there but those are like the bigger ones also part of this trust situation is teaching children that they are the boss of their bodies a lot of times we unconsciously do things and children don't necessarily like it but then we don't think that we don't think to stop we just keep doing it until they get very frustrated and then we're like, okay, we'll stop. An example is tickling. A lot of children, at first they'll like it and then they'll show some form of they don't want it anymore. And then we keep doing it. Now they're frustrated and then we stop. When in actuality, the first sign that they show that they wanted to stop, we should stop then. It teaches them that 
their words have power and if they say no or stop then the person should stop or not do the things after the first time they said and not after moments of the action continuing so they should know that they have control over their body and any way that someone is touching them in an uncomfortable way they have the right to say no and stop and if the person does not stop then they're being violated and this goes to for when they're at the doctor a lot of people don't know that a child can deny the doctor from examining them during their annual exam if a child is uncomfortable then they can say no have the doctor to document that in their notes that the child is the boss of their own bodies and they the child denied um being examined because not all children are okay with other people looking at their privates like you have to think about it they're new to this and so someone coming in you've already taught them that oh no one should be touching this and then someone that they don't even know but should trust because it's the doctor comes in and is like hey let me feel around down here that's kind of not you know the best idea for a child so teach them that they can say no at the doctor so they know that they, their voice has power behind it. And then to circle back to the tricky people concept, just be mindful that tricky people, once again, are most likely the people that they know. So it can be people that they live with, um, people that they see every day. And more than likely, they're comfortable with these people when they are around these people or any people in general when they are around other people whether it's the people that live in the house with them or people that they're visiting often be mindful of any behavior changes that comes along with them being around a, a another person if a child used to like used to enjoy being around a certain person but all of a sudden they hate being around them, that's a sign that you need to start asking questions to make sure nothing's going on. And it doesn't even have to be like something sexual. It can be like in a school setting. If your child enjoyed going to school at the beginning of the school year and now the child hates going to school, there needs to be questions asked to find out what changed. Maybe the teacher is like a little bit mean maybe the child is being bullied like something is happening to where it's affecting your child and the child either doesn't know how to express what's going on or feel like they would get in trouble if they say what's going on or they might just not feel comfortable with letting it out or they probably were threatened you know if you tell your mom and dad i'm gonna beat you up or you know something like that so just ask questions if something is affecting your child's behavior to the point where it's in a negative way every time they want to every time they're going to be around people or a certain person look into that they're trying to tell you something but they don't know how to tell you so the best way they can express it is through behavior 
remember everyone that you meet is a stranger until you guys get to know each other and spend time with each other and come in agreement that you guys are going to have some type of relationship so be mindful of using the term stranger and express to your child that people are more so tricky than a monster because most of the time when they think of a stranger they're thinking like monster style and so most people are good people but then you have those tricky people out there that looks like an everyday nice person but deep inside they are not do what you have to do to keep your child safe um use the harness if you need to i know i purchased purchased some for both of uh for the 10 year old and the one year old because when we go out of town and we're walking around the 10 year old kind of gets tired and he drags along behind us and so the next time we go on a trip he'll be on the little wrist thing along with the the one-year-old if he wants to walk around most of the time he likes his stroller though so the 10 year old would definitely be latched on to somebody because um don't want him lagging lagging behind too far and then he gets snatched up so if you need a harness to go out in public they got the wrist thing they got the backpack get it if they'll help you feel safe because people are crazy these days and they have mastered how to win children over and a lot of children like to run off and they don't even know that they're running off they just see something that they like and they go look at it or, or you know they're trying to entertain themselves so they're playing in the store or something like that they're not even realizing the danger because they don't understand um create passwords it could be a word their favorite food their favorite toy a random word something that's easy to fit in a sentence so when you say the word or when they say the word you know that they have something to say or they don't feel comfortable or they know if you have a password and um someone else is picking them up from school that person you can tell them that morning like hey your uncle is picking you up this is the password and then when they get to you know when they get to the school you can tell the teacher and so when uncle comes to pick them up what's the password most schools have a list that they uh that the parent has to fill out where they have approved people to pick them up i don't know if that's the norm now i know the school that i was at had one but yeah just a password is fine and one last thing that is important is let's stop making our children so accessible on social media i know little toddlers that have tiktoks well i don't know them know them but i know of some toddlers that have tiktoks i know of elementary children that have instagrams and they're not run by their parents like even the idea of putting too much information on social media about our children first names and things are okay 
but when it comes down to like putting their full names putting their school names their teachers names like we unconsciously do a lot of things that make our children very accessible to a stranger to the point where the stranger can go directly to where our children are at and ask for them and if there's no protocols put in place they can easily just get the children and it goes back to tricky adults because let's say the school that they're at doesn't have a specific protocol they don't have the pickup list and your child comes out and of course this tricky person slash stranger is looking for your child they know what the child looks like because it's all over social media and the stranger walks up to your child and say hey i'm mommy or daddy's friend i came to pick you up if you are a child and someone approaches you by your first name or your whole name you automatically think that this person know me in some capacity and if they know my mommy or my daddy then it must be okay for me to go with them because they're coming to pick me up and take me to mommy or daddy so just be mindful of that be mindful of the embroidery that we put on the clothes and the backpacks the full names initials are okay but full names that's visible that's also an easy target for a stranger or a tricky person to um, approach a child and just take them away. So that's all I have for today. I hope I shared a lot of good information with you. I'm surprised that I was able to get through this episode with how my mind has been going lately. Um, thank you for tuning in. I cannot promise that I will be back with a new episode next week, so I'll just say I'll be back soon with another episode, and thank you for tuning in.